Welcome to Engineering is Blank, a Granger College of Engineering Network podcast where we get to the root of STEM with Granger Engineering students. I'm your host, Maddie Rice, and today I'm joined by Mark Vandenavant. Yay! How are you, Mark? I'm good. How are you, Maddie? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for coming out in our new digs for the podcast. Yeah, it's good to be here. It's a nice place. It is a nice place. Um, you guys can't see it, so use your imagination. But hopefully you can hear the difference in quality of this podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. This is not really a new season, but we've been on break for a while. It's our first one back in the semester, so I'm excited to get started. How's your like time back this semester been so far? It's been nice. Yeah. I like, it's been uh, like an interesting... Last semester was interesting for me, rather. Mm-hmm. I had like a lot of classes that were just kicking my butt. Oh, and this yeah. semester I wised up, uh, and I'm... Getting to like be a person again, which is really nice. That's always good to be a person. It's <laughs> a good thing to be. I like see my friends. I like laugh and like hang out and like that's good. Even watch TV. A little that's stressful last semester. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say it's always like that? First semester is more stressful. I don't know. I took four lab classes last semester. Oh my gosh. So that was just. Is that just even a, allowed? Apparently, no one. No one said anything. My Did advisor you was just like, no. I took. It was only a thirteen credit hours. But it was just all, like, super hard classes. Oh, my gosh. It was a bad call. So now I'm yeah. taking, like, 16 or 17, and my life is so much better because I'm taking no labs. Really? So I'm just coasting. That's so great. I, it makes no sense to me how I can take more like, The number doesn't hours. really reflect yeah. the workload, I guess. So what is, what is your major? Your year I'm in mechanical that? engineering, and I'm a junior. A junior in mechanical engineering. Cool. Do you have a minor, or is it just... Uh, it depends. So I'm on track right now to get, like, a material science minor. Okay. But I don't know if I want to. Mm. Um, I can either graduate okay. early or get a minor. Oh, and sure. So I'm That'll... Like kind of balancing it. Yeah. You've got a little bit of time to figure it out, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's good. So you said you're in how many classes now? Because that's about like 16 credit hours. I think it's 16. I think it's like five. Five classes. So what are you taking right now, you think? Is like, like your favorite class. Favorite? Oh, I'm in uh, uh, ME and uh, ABE. It's like cross-listed 41. It's biomechanics, okay. whole body biomechanics. Whole body biomechanics. Yeah, and so one of the deans of mechanical engineering, which is like obviously my program, is uh-huh. teaching it. Uh, she's like an amazing person. I just came from that class. Really? She's like so energetic and like really interesting. That's awesome. Um, and it's like structured really intelligently. Mm, you know? Okay. Like a lot of classes will just go, and if we're going to learn biology, we'll just like start learning biology. Yeah. But she's like giving us the tools to actually be doing like research like in the field. So like well, that's helpful. we're doing like weird we're doing like signal processing last week, mm-hmm. which I like shouldn't be in a bio class. Right. But like you need to do it if you ever are doing the type of research that we were learning about like the week before. Mm-hmm. So it like it makes sense. Like that's it's good. all holistic and it's like giving me the tools I want. Holistic is a good word. One of my favorites actually. So do you think bio and research is something you want to do post college? Sort of that, like, wheelhouse of things you're doing in this class, or is it just cool to learn about now? Yeah, definitely. It's, like, super applied to what I'm doing. Okay, um, so, which is what? Uh, I started a company a couple years ago developing impact attenuation equipment, it's called. It's uh-huh. like a fancy word for it. Cool. Um, the folks at home might know it as gymnastics mats. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm going to use the word gymnastics mats for now, but that's awesome. So how did you get involved in that? Yeah, so actually my senior year of high school, I decided it'd be fun to join the gymnastics team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I made it like a month and a half. I was, like, having a great time. And then I broke my spine. Oh, my gosh. Um, 
And I get, I'm fine now, so okay, I get that's this, good. Like, it's not a video. This is a podcast. So like, if you saw me, um, you'd be like, you wouldn't have any idea. Yeah, totally. Um, oh my goodness. But like, yeah, I'm like happy. Like, I lifted weights today. I'm like living a normal life. Great. Um, but that's intense. It, it like scared me, you know. Yeah. Like, what, it's, 18? You yeah, I was senior year of high school. I was like. Yes. It's like second semester. Everyone's like checking out, just like doing whatever they want, like mm-hmm. not going to class or you know. And I d- decide instead of doing that, I'm gonna like add more things to my schedule. And as a result, I break my spine. Oh my gosh! Not not everything is bad. Not everything's good. And somehow right. breaking your spine turned into like a super cool like experience for me, and it like helped me start my own company. Wow! So you started that company when you were a freshman? Yeah, it was like October. Here, yeah, I caught. We don't, like, have an official, like, founding date, uh-huh. but, like, around October, November, uh, my freshman year, I started working on it, like, pretty heavily. That's super early. That's so cool you can get involved so early like that in, what, like, two months into the year? I spent a lot of time, like, around the entrepreneurship community, like, here on campus, and in the last, like, two or three years, I've noticed it tick younger, like, pretty significantly. Like, okay. I went through some of the programs, and I was, like, hanging out with grad students or, like, upperclassmen. And now, like, I go to, like, the same events or this, and, like, I see the people that are there, and they're just like me now. They're all, like, under, underclassmen or, like, the grad students are now the upperclassmen. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, everything's shifted, so everyone's younger. Um, oh. So I don't want to say I started that trend, but uh, <laughs> I was the hipster of young entrepreneurs. You can say at it. Illinois. Yeah, you're a hipster of young entrepreneurs. So are there programs on campus that you found or that you found you maybe that helped you get started there's a lot of them it's kind of a a messy thing to look in from like the outside perspective as i've learned after like explaining to other people Uh um but there's essentially like three or four like main programs and organizations that like a young ignorant founder like me like could (laughs) like use when they're like starting out to like take those first few steps so what are those first few steps how do you start how do you go from idea to an actual product more or yeah less. it depends on like what you are struggling with okay. so for me early on like I wasn't working on it with anybody so I spent a lot of time like trying to find someone to work with it okay. so there's like an event called social fuse where you go and you get to pitch your idea which is super good the most uh-huh. important thing um, when you're starting a company in my opinion is to be able to like, explain it to other people totally because like I'm anyone is incapable of like doing anything on their own mm-hmm. and if you can't like convince other people to help you and especially like help you for free because like you're like engaging and like lovable and all those good things like no one's ever going to help you right and so like learning to sell yourself in like a wholesome and honest way is like so so important from day one um and so that's really helpful that way um but it also social fuse helps you like meet other entrepreneurs okay um unfortunately i never met anyone that i wanted to start like my company with Mm -hmm. um but like going through that program is like a really good first step to um, like get your company started like at, cool. on campus. That's great. Did you, are you still working mostly just you on this project or are you, do you have like a team now that's been a couple of years? Yeah, there's a good chunk of us now actually working on this. So there's five interns wow. and then um, we have an adult. He uh, lives in the city <laughs> of Chicago and he does a lot of the marketing branding. We have an adult. <laughs> that's awesome. He graduated MBA last year. Okay. Okay. So um, he's not yeah. an adult adult. He's not like uh, we we joke he's because cool. I he's just the old one of yeah, the group. I just turned twenty one a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to always joke that he's like he's an old man and I'm like a little child. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. So if he lives in Chicago, do, are you guys having like meetings all the time over Facetime and stuff? Or yeah, so we uh, yeah fa- like Facetime is really like an important tool, mm-hmm. um, and we like stay on the phone a lot. 
Um, recently, though, it's been a ton of engineering work for us. Um, we've been kind sure. of like bogged down by that recently, and so we've sort of pulled back on like our like like we don't talk every day, mm-hmm. um, but we like talk enough to like keep a relationship going because like that's extremely important. Right, that is extremely important. <laughs> like the connect is big. Yeah. So there's what like. F- Six, seven of you then? Or even yeah, it's sort of a nebulous number. People are always asking me how many people are working on it. Uh-huh. It's like probably hundreds of people have touched it, like in some wow. way. Like sure. I go up and I talk to a professor at the end of class one day, and then like she tells me something crazy important, and then they're helping me with my research for the next like couple of weeks. Okay. Um, or like we have advisors that like we send updates to, and they like give us feedback on our process, um, or I like cold call someone and like talk to them. So mm-hmm. like. It's honestly hundreds of people that have helped us. And, like, depending on where you draw the line of, like, are you on the team or are you not, Right. it's, like, at least six that are actively working on it right now. But, like, you could make the case for, like, 10 or 15. Crazy. That's fun, though. So you're not giving out, like, staff jackets or anything. No. But you've no. got a solid group behind you. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of cool. How does it feel kind of looking at the size that Hexnest, right? Yeah, yeah, Hexnest. Yeah, Hexnest. you got to get the name out there so the yep. people know. So, yeah, how does it feel looking at where you guys are at now and then how it started, like, you know, three years ago, four years ago? Yeah, it's depends on, like, how you look at it. Mm-hmm. So, like, from an investor's point of view, like, they may not see a whole lot of value in what we've built yet because we have, like, these specific uh, milestones that we want to hit. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, they take about three years for us to, like, get there. So as we're nearing our three-year point, we're getting ready to hit some of those. Um, but from my perspective, like, we've gone, like, so far. Like, yeah. the infrastructure that we have, we have, like, the the biggest thing at first was, like, finding physical space to, like, put, like, to be in while I worked. Like, right. we're making all this equipment, and it's, like, massive, the size of, like, a twin-size mattress. Totally, so, like, yeah. freshman, I've got a dorm. Like, I don't have money. I don't know, like people are on campus to like bum an extra like a spare room in an apartment right. like where am I gonna go and so like we have a, like an office now like I don't have money to spend on this like how am I gonna do that like we have enough money to like do our work mm-hmm. and like building up software packages that we need to use and just like practices and like meeting agendas and like all like these different like this I just call it infrastructure that like our company needs totally. it's taken two plus years to get to this point mm-hmm what would you say is maybe one of the most challenging kind of growing pains of Hexnest? It's definitely like turning yourself into a quote unquote real company. Okay. Like there's so many nuances to what makes like a Fortune 500 company like function. Right. Like they have all these departments of like names that when I started, I wouldn't know. I don't. Like, I didn't know what accounting was, God forbid, on, like, my first day. Mm-hmm. And, like, now tax season's coming up, and I have to make sure, like, all my books are square, and, like, wow. I'm filing correctly, and, like, my corporation is, like, doing the right things. So, you guys are pretty legit. I've seen you guys in Daily Atlanta, like, the newspaper and stuff like that for, like, a, like a while back. What What is COZAD? So, COZAD was a competition that we won. Well, I didn't win. got second place. Um, That's little, not bad. Yeah, not bad. And we didn't. We lost to a couple of uh, researchers, most of whom were from UCLA. Okay. So um, I think they had a couple people out of, like, this university. Mm-hmm. So maybe we – I think we got first place of, like, U of I people. Totally. But In my book, first place. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what we said. Mm-hmm. Um, the check didn't cash the same, though. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they did, that didn't hold up with the bank. <laughs> uh, no. Oh. Um, but – 
yeah, so we got second place. We won some money. Um, so was it like a competition? Yeah, so it actually, I think it starts in like a couple days. Really? Oh, um, wow. I, don't, I wouldn't quote me on that. It's, okay. it's very it's soon. Yeah, Probably. it's very Googleable. It's Cozad, C-O-Z-A-D. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have an idea, don't have an idea, want to like see what's going on, you can just like show up. It's a. It's more of like a teaching experience at first. Um, essentially, the most important thing you learn is how to talk to your customers and like actually build something that they want, mm-hmm. which sounds obvious, but like no one really does a great job of that when they're starting out. Right. Like learning the process of how to ask what to build. Right. Um, it's a weird. It's a weird it's, skill. Yeah, it's important like so one. important. So I like I went through a program through the National Science Foundation uh-huh. to do to like help us learn that. It's called I-Corps. Um, and then COZAD helps a lot with that too. Okay. So COZAD, do they, and they give money to like the top three ideas they like? It, or? There's a lot of money flying around in different ways at the end. Okay. Um, and so like you learn how to talk to your customers and it's like meetings and classes and like it's experiences and you're supposed to like go out and talk to your customers and then it culminates with like a final pitch event. Okay. So like you go there I think last year there were like 40 or 50 companies. They narrow it down to like less than 10. We all go up on stage and we like present, you know, what is your company? And the judges pick the quote unquote best company. However, like their rubric reflects that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you get prizes. And a lot of times they allocate the prizes based on like what you need. So like if someone needs an office, like and someone like donated an office, they'll like hand that person the office. And so it's really optimized. Or something. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. So, like, it'll be like a plaque that says, like, you know, okay. of office. They don't space, pick like, up here. like an actual building. And... Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool, though. That'd be insane. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. So, what, then, what is iVenture then? What's, what would be the so difference? So that's think? an accelerator program. Okay. So I, I don't know if any, anyone's heard of like Y Combinator or Hacks or like some of those like big ones, mm-hmm. but essentially you get a check. Um, for anything that is an iVenture, they're going to take like some equity of your company and then they teach you how to grow it. So my mm-hmm. freshman year, I was the only, I think there was one other freshman that started a company um, in iVenture that, at that point and they just helped me grow it, um, helped grow the company. So they gave me right. $10,000, wow. place to work. That was essentially my internship after my freshman year. Mm-hmm. It was like at my company. Um, yeah, it was like, it was like an amazing experience. Um, and it was it was funny because like at the other like for the other people, they were so focused on like building the company and going through the program. Mm-hmm. But that was the first time I lived like in an apartment by myself. So I had to figure out like how do I cook dinner for myself every day? Like what's like what should I be buying at the grocery store? And like those are like the questions that I'm answering myself and like what I'm most nervous about. And like sure. all these other people have like the same issues that I'm having. I had like a very interesting experience as a 19-year-old kid living by himself, not in a dorm for the first time, mm-hmm. um, trying to like build a company. Wow. It, so it kind of sounds like you grew along with it. For sure. That's that's probably the biggest and most important work that I've done mm-hmm. is teaching myself how to run a company. Totally. There's so, mu- so many nuances to every day and like the work that we're doing. Um, and knowing how to handle like the different situations, mm-hmm. like I've made come a long way, and that's what I spend a lot of my time on is literally just like teaching myself stuff. Right. But I have I have a lot of learning left to do in the next you know eight to ten years. It's going to take to grow this company to like a mature size. Wise beyond your years, it sounds. 
I'm doing my best. You're doing all right. You're doing doing all right with your (laughs) being self-employed as your first internship. That's pretty good. What would you say is like a typical day in the life for you then? Honestly, it's pretty different every day. Yeah. What I've learned to do is... Actually, I was talking to my intern about this just like a week or two ago. He used the word rhythm, which I really mm. liked. It's like not just like a rhythm of the day, but a rhythm of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we don't have the luxury being students of spending like 10 hours a day on like our company. Like most other founders are spending like 80 or 90 hours a week on their company. I can wow. realistically only spend like 30 in a given week while being like a full-time student. Mm-hmm. And so that's half or a third depending on like – who else you're talking to. And so you don't get to have just a rhythm of the day. My day spreads, their day, you know, when you project it onto me, mm-hmm. spreads, you know, maybe a couple days. Um, and so sure. okay. I try to have sort of focuses of days. So on Mondays this semester, I have a lot of my individual meetings where I talk to like the leads of projects that I that work for me about like what's going on for the next week, what, what's your plan, et cetera. And that's sort of my Monday is checking in with everyone individually. Tuesday, Wednesday are like our work days where we're by ourselves, and then we all come together. Um, management talks on Wednesday nights, mm-hmm. and then engineering meets on Thursdays, and we have like another group work day on like Saturday now. Um, and wow. so like each day has its own twists and its own flavor. Um, and so it really just depends on like the day is for like what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of been the best for my mindset. It's right. like so... There's been a lot of studies now on, like, mental health of founders. Totally. Um, it's a really important thing that's been neglected for a while, mm-hmm. not just um, in general, but also, like, for um, folks with startups. And it's really mm-hmm. important. Like, if you want your company to grow, you need to have the mental fortitude to grow with it. Um, and so I try to – this rhythm um, is really important. I've, I feel, like, amazing this semester with, like, this newfound rhythm that's and that great. word. Um, but that's something I'm really mindful of. Mm-hmm. So what do you think are the ways that you're kind of caring for yourself or spending time with yourself and checking in with yourself while you're doing all of this schoolwork and all of this work, you know, on your startup? Yeah, I mean, so last semester I did a bad job, I'll be honest. Like mm-hmm. I had a, there's a lot do. Of, yeah, a there's lot always of blips for everybody. Totally. But this semester, like, I work out um, five or six days a week, whether I'm running or lifting, just to, like, refresh mm-hmm. and then I try to like not let myself take too long of breaks during the day um, mm-hmm. that's my new thing is okay. I won't like sit down and watch TV for an hour to take a break I'll try and just like take like a 10 minute break refresh and then like keep going okay um, so shorter breaks yep working out I try to meditate I'm not great about remembering to do it though I just started meditating like I don't know like two weeks ago okay so, yeah yeah how's it how do you do it what's your med- do you have any uh, meditating tips for me I'd get an app, especially if like really? you're starting out. Do you have an app? I don't know. Okay, I, I don't. last year Headspace is like an app. Um, it was like okay. for students they gave you like a ninety percent discount. Wow! So it's normally like eighty bucks a year. I think it's like seven or eight for. Um, is what I paid. So like, go get Headspace. Oh say you're gosh. a student. Is seven hundred dollars for the whole year? Yeah, it's actually crazy. Wow. Um, but. And then there's, like, a happy, like, British man that talks to you. Oh, that's nice. You, like, relax. Oh, I've seen ads for this, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, the bubbles. It almost looks like crickets, like, advertising. Like, Cricket Wireless. Uh They have, like, these happy, like, creatures that, like, tell you how to relax. Totally. Yeah, they're, like, it's a, yes, yeah. It's almost borderline ASMR kind of sounding guy. 
Yeah. If I remember correctly. It's not though. I I can't the ASMR like makes my hair I can't, stand. I hate oh. it so much. No. Thank you for understanding. Yes. <laughs> no, but this the happy little British man, he does it's it's not it's not creepy, I promise. Okay, good. I'm not even worried out there. I've been how long have you been uh meditating for? Like like amounts of time, like in what increments are you meditating? You think I almost never do it for more than fifteen minutes. Okay, I'm still at the like five minute. Yeah, phase, so. it's honestly, it can be like weird to be in your own head like that. It's weird. Um, yeah, yeah. So like my brother tried picking up like meditation because he's like been stressed recently, mm-hmm. and he's like, Mark, I can't do it. Like, yes, like I know you keep telling me to do it, but like. It's different without music. It's different without noise. Even if I'm not, like, intentionally doing it and it's quiet and I'm working on something, mm-hmm. like, I can be, like, in my own head. But it's a different experience when there's quite literally nothing but, like, you and your thoughts. It's a very interesting way to check in with yourself, you know. Um, I've been doing it just, like, sitting on the floor of my room on a pillow. And um, to help me kind of z- – it's hard to zone out. It's really hard to zone out. I remember those things in like the 90s, 2000s, the pictures that would only reveal themselves if your eyes kind of zoned out and then you could like yeah, see yeah, the yeah. thing. Mentally doing that is like impossible. Yeah. Uh, so that's hard. That's a big hurdle for me. But I've been using like a candle in front of me and kind of like staring at that until I zone out a little bit. It's like a special type of meditation, right? The candle meditation? Maybe. I don't know. Am I doing something It's cool a thing. That that's know? a thing. Yeah. Oh, good for me, I guess. <laughs> I'll look into that then. Um. No, but the app is, I think, really good for, like, beginners out there. I'm still yeah. very much a beginner. But, like, it helps me know what to think about and, like, mm-hmm. zone out. And, like, for the first, they, there's, like, courses that, like, Headspace had that I, cool. like, went through. And, like, the first, like, week and a half, like, you don't even, like, really meditate. There's just, like, a guy talking to you, and he's, like, telling you, like, it's okay to do this or, like, make sure to try not to do that. Mm-hmm. He's, like, teaching you, like, the skills that you can actually meditate and not, like, freak out and, like, stop. Yeah, I feel like just start. Maybe I did this wrong, but just like starting, it was hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's re- it's really hard. Um, is this like a nighttime thing for you? Does it help you get ready like for bed, or is it like a middle of the day like kind of re-energizer? Pick I'm up? actually not good about doing it right now. Really, I mean, I'm trying to get back in the swing, but I'll just do it when I'm like really stressed out, or if okay. I like have like a big homework assignment due and I'm just mm-hmm. not in the mood, I'll mm-hmm. just like sit down, meditate for like 15 minutes. Like at work or in your own office or where? Uh, I've been doing homework in my apartment recently, okay. which is probably not good for like, well, you know. yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not as productive as I would like to be at my apartment, okay. but like I'll go into my room, shut the door, like turn off, just put my headphones in, mm-hmm. just like meditate for 15 minutes. And it's just like enough to like wake you up. That's uh, nice. It's like other people power nap and I've been trying to like when other people <laughs> would like pull a power nap, I would like, I'll meditate. I, I need to switch from the nap to the. I, well, if I, I've tried napping. People tell me it's, like, the greatest thing. It's, like, hours. I, I cannot. If I'm tired, I'll sleep for so long. Right. There's there's no 10 minutes for me. It, me too. 100% agree. And the ASMR thing does not do many, any favors at all. So <laughs> I had to find my own ways. Um, are you, are you like, a breakfast person? Are you, like, a morning shower person? No, definitely not. Not uh, Neither? No. I'm not really a night person or a morning person, really? which is, like, crazy to people. Okay. I cannot get out of bed in the morning, but then at night I don't want to go to bed, but I'm not sharp. Like, I'm sharp. I'm, like, mentally aware once I'm, like, I've started my day. Sure. But it's hard for me to get going, and so, like, it's just, like, willpower in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then, like, at nighttime I try not to work. That's when I, like, I'll oftentimes will be doing work. But, like, I can feel, like, my brain not, like, firing fully. I 100% know what you mean. The, like, slow decline of, like, 
it's like a pencil. My brain's like a pencil where the more I use it, I can like feel it getting more dull and I can see in the handwriting that it's just getting. You have been meditating with these metaphors. Yeah, have I? <laughs> Apparently. I, yeah, I think I'm doing the candle thing right and I didn't even know. But yeah, no, staying sharp when you're tired is truly impossible. It is impossible. <laughs> sorry sorry for anyone that's like a freshman listening it, yeah. it, naps all, don't work and the all-nighter is a myth have you pulled an all-nighter i have never like fully done an all-nighter i've gotten like two hours of sleep once totally i was messed up for like a week oh i'm like gosh. i'm sensitive like my body like i can't mess with its sleep that's what i've learned that's good like, if sleep I get... is almost sacred in college yeah i like I was so maybe, miserable maybe to be college. around for a week after I, like, slept two hours. And I just made up for it. Like, I slept, like, 12 hours the next day and, mm-hmm. like, more than that the rest of the week. And, like, I mean, I was just awful. I was awful to be around. <laughs> Did you I get was, sick? Sometimes people get, like, I felt horrible. Yeah. I just, like, didn't want to do anything. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I know last semester I know someone that we both pulled an all-nighter, and I was okay. But he had a, f- a fever of 102 the next day. Your body just from needs, not sleeping? Just from not sleeping. Your body needs sleep. Well, maybe it was like a day later. I think maybe he yeah. was up like late all week. And then the nail in the coffin was that yeah. all-nighter. Uh, that was my my roommate my sophomore year. That was his favorite thing to do. He used to be hanging out two days before an exam. Like, no, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i study tomorrow. Like, I work better what? like when I do an all-nighter. I was That's like, an I was like, absolute I, BS. Uh, that is not true. Yeah. God, God bless better. him. Sorry, dude. I guess to each their own. Everyone has their own way of working, but that blows my mind. Yeah, I tried to help him. It, I, just, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta just like, we're great friends. I love the guy, but like, we, I can't study with him. Man, <laughs> I cannot either. Let's let's work on this project. Sure. What do you want to meet? Like two hours before it's due. I'm like, no. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> um, so we've covered your your classes, your work stuff. Um, you're kind of like checking in with yourself stuff. What do you do like just for fun, just for you? I love rock climbing recently. Really? Um, That's fun. I've been trying to get myself to do it more. Mm-hmm. I took like an awkward break. That was like in high school. That was like what my friends did. Like on a Friday night, we'd all go. We'd drive like a half hour away and go to like the local rock climbing gym. Uh-huh. And we just like climb and then like that'd be our night. But and like I got like really good and like technically strong, but like climbing once a week doesn't get you like super buff. Right. Um, and so like I could talk about climbing and the like core. see, but like my like physique wasn't like there for <laughs> climbing. And then of course I get in crazy good shape by like doing gymnastics, and then like instantly that's over. Yeah. Dang. Um, but then like I didn't really climb for a while, and then I just kind of got back into it, and I actually went on a week long climbing trip throughout the South in. Arkansas, Alabama, Georgia, and Tennessee. Oh, I think it might have been. Wow. Yeah, I think it was Tennessee. Um, for winter break? Yeah, over winter break. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Did you go with a group of friends? Yeah, I went with um, my best friend from high school who also goes here, and then cool. a guy I'm living with next year, and then a guy who doesn't climb but just, like, wanted to hang out and, like, relax. That's cool. Yeah, he so had, like, a like, huge camera. I was gonna. I was literally yeah. about to say, was he, like, the dedicated photographer? He was. And he, it was his dad's camera, and his dad bought it in, like, the 90s. And at oh, the time, cool. it was, like, he said it was, like, a super expensive camera. Mm-hmm. But he didn't really know how to use it and, like, didn't know if it's, like, 
how well it's been maintained. It's like we have this crazy expensive piece of equipment operated by someone who doesn't know how to use it, and it may or may not be maintained, and all of our photos are going onto this machine, and we're like, God, I hope this camera That's is That's the like... risk. Rock climbing, nothing. Yeah, But no. risking losing all the photos like that? Mm-hmm. That's the real risk. And knowing what I know now about mats, and we were bouldering, so that's essentially okay. you take a bunch of like rock climbing mats out with you, and okay. like you fall on these mats. And like knowing what I know about sports mats, and like dedicating my life to it, mm-hmm. and then now I'm like doing this outside. It's like you have to know when to turn your brain off. Just like it's okay to take a risk here and there. Like you got to like live life. Wow, um, that's true. It was like a very meta, like not me thing to do, like wow. climbing outside. A like little that. outside your comfort zone. Yeah, maybe. for sure, for sure. That's a really interesting, unique way to spend a break. But it sounds like it was fun. It was a blast. I needed like a break. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Just like being outside and like no cell service at the time. I had like a pretty old phone. I just got a new one, but the battery would just like instantly die if right. I didn't have like a charging pack or like plug it in like all the time. It's uh-huh. so, like my phone was both out of service and out of battery. Like, I didn't bring my laptop. Wow. And That's I was almost just, great, like, though. I was on purpose. Like, I intentionally, like, made those choices to just mm-hmm. be um, and not worry about, like, life or stress or anything. Right. Just, like, climb and camp and hike and explore. That's amazing. Wow. What a nice reset for this new, this shiny new semester you've got. I know. I've been you. thinking a lot about it. Uh, I try not to be the person that, like, lives their life by New Year's resolutions, slowly declines, and, like, they're a horrible person in December, and then, like, all of a sudden they fix it in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seems that's the way it's, <laughs> it's, it's going it this year. It happens anyway. We all make fun <laughs> of it, and then we do it regardless. Yeah. So, But it's okay. It's a fun new year. Um, all right, so I do have one final question. Everyone that listened to this podcast should know exactly what I'm going to ask. Um, but every episode I ask, what is engineering in just a word or a phrase, like a short phrase? If you could fill in that blank and engineering is, how would you fill that in? I don't know. I was I was actually thinking about this one I had. I listened to some of the podcasts. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's nice. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was, like, saying these, like, super nice, profound things. And I was like, wow, like, it's cool know. to, like, use that word around people. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, I'm not doing engineering. It, like, feels yeah. bad, but, like, I'm, like, managing other engineers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's really – maybe I can say empowering to, okay. like, be around other engineers. Um, just, like, the work you're able to do is super, super, super empowering for a lot of people, at least the work that, like, my team is doing. Nice. Um, of, like, helping people. Yeah. You just have to, like, remember that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's – for something that's going to take like three or four years of like you dedicating your entire life and then you ship the product like it's super super important to like remember the end goal because like today like nothing's really going to change other than like we accomplished like the short-term goal Mm -hmm. but that short-term goal doesn't actually like help people you have to like do so much work and to remember it's empowering i think it's like really important that is important i feel like people get kind of caught up in what they're doing day to day and it, the rhythm that you talked about, you can kind of, it's great to have a rhythm, but you can get caught up in that yeah. sort of riptide sure. of the everyday. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Empowering. That's a word that we can fill in the blank. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Well, before, before we go, do you have any websites or 
social media or anything like that that people should keep an eye yeah, on? Yeah, I'll actually I'll plug a position we're hiring right now. Go for so it. Actually, we're uh, hiring for a market research intern mm -hmm. to do a lot of cold calling. Actually, it's not glamorous work, but it's really important. So I talked like a little while ago about super important to learn about your customers. We have one person working on it right now, but we need a second. Um, and so if you want to apply, you can go on Handshake, um, find Hex Nest, H-E-X, like the shape and nest, like where a bird lives, um, apply um, for the market research intern position, and you can essentially help us do unglamorous but like crazy important stuff to actually let us help people and build the things that they want um, because like, that's an eternal problem for every company and you can like help us out a ton by doing so. Wow, awesome. So that's a great opportunity right there. Yeah, right there. Well, that's what you get when you listen to the end of the podcast. That's right. Stay to the end. Stay to the end, everybody. That's the lesson that we learned today. That and so much more. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much for listening to Engineering is Blank. You can catch us on Fridays. And while you're at it, you can check out our other episodes on uh, SoundCloud and catch up. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at U of I Granger, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.